Hello, and welcome to our podcast about scammers and how easy it is to fall victims to their uh, schemes. I'm Patrick. I'm Salvador. And I'm Oliver. Let's think it out. So today we're specifically going to be talking about internet and IT scams. Um, I recently had a family uh, member that almost fell victim to uh, a, a scam, and I, I just feel like it's a great opportunity to bring this up, talk about how easy it is, what their tips and tricks are, and my own personal experiences. Some background for and, and Pat. Oh yeah, this is this is like recent, right? Like this, this is just this, happened this happened yesterday. Like I they called me in the middle of it going on, and I literally rushed over to their house. And yeah, this happened yesterday. This is this is a brand new thing that just happened. Um, what was the what was the outcome like? They got money. They got like what? Just just quickly, like what is what was so, the outcome of it? The outcome was that they were trying to take six hundred dollars, like get paid $600 to essentially put in spyware malware and steal all of their credentials to everything else that they had. So they were, they were trying to take my relative for everything that they had. Uh, and they were trying to make the person pay them for doing it. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but it's also very sophisticated. Uh, a little bit of a background about me. Um, I have been working in IT and IT security for over the last decade. Uh, I have worked for the U.S. military. Um, I have worked for uh, civilian IT companies providing uh, security training and security assessments. And I currently work uh, for the government doing IT security and IT infrastructure. So I'm familiar with this topic. I, I've, I've done a lot of trainings on it. I've talked to a lot of people. I've talked to a lot of relatives about these kind of things, including th- the one that was just scammed. So I'm going to give you guys a quick story to kind of to take you guys through what happened. So about noon yesterday, I get a call from my relative, and she's like, hey, I just want to let you know I have a network virus on my computer, and I bring it over to your house sometimes. So I wanted to warn you that maybe you'd have a problem on your network. And I'm like, okay, hold on, what's going on? So here's the, here's the story of what happened. Um, she got a, a phishing email. She got an email from some random Gmail account saying, hey, you, uh, here's your invoice for having spent $486 on McAfee antivirus software uh, and had a big, you know, if you have any questions about this, call this number below. And she looked at this email and went, huh, this seems really suspicious. I'm not going to call that number, which is the right thing to do. You never call the number on those things if there's anything suspicious whatsoever. But what she did next is where she got herself in trouble. She opened up Google. She typed in McAfee. And instead of clicking on the link that said, you know, has the URL McAfee.com on it, she went to the second link because it said 24-hour customer support McAfee. And it was for a completely different, uh-huh. different oh, no. website. And everything on this website, where I saw, I, I looked over this website. Everything on this website, at first glance, looks like McAfee. It's got McAfee products everywhere, and it's got the numbers plastered all over the place. Give us a call; we'll help you out. You know, so thinking she's on McAfee, she gives them a call, and the person answers, "Oh yeah, yeah, this is McAfee. We we can help you out." And, you know, she explains what's going on. They're like, oh, well, you know, there's a lot of foreign actors doing those kind of things. And the only way that that really could happen is if, you know, they uh, they infected your computer. We need to we need to check and make sure that your your computer's okay and that they haven't done anything. So 
they scare her. They, they, they intimidate and scare her into thinking something more is wrong than all it is is a phishing email that a real McAfee employee would have been like, you know, give me the, give me the invoice number. No, that's fake. That's not one of our invoice numbers. You know, it's, it's just, you know, please delete the email, but they scared her. And so next thing you know, she has these people, she's let them log into her computer. She's given them full access to her computer for reference. This was a Macintosh computer, so it's not like they're really common for viruses anyways, but like they, they scared her, they got into her computer, they got her to give her give them her computer password. Which when you say Macintosh, like this is this is a Mac like laptop. No, this Apple? is an this is an iMac laptop that's three years old. Like this okay. is this is the last one that they made before they moved to their silicon chips. Like this is a three year old MacBook laptop. Like this is a newer computer, so she they 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 have her log in. They get the her computer password. Which, if any of you guys know anything about Apple, one of the things uh, with Apple computers is that if you log in with your iCloud account on all your devices, like your phone and your computer, well, they all share the same passwords list in the passwords section in your settings. Yeah. yeah. On a Mac, uh, on a Mac computer, the Mac OS. All you need to unlock the passwords is your computer password. Oh. So as soon as she gave them access to that, they have potential access to her stuff. To make things worse, she walked away and just let them do their thing. She got off the phone with them. She just walked (laughs) away. Oh, no. (laughs) So she calls me. I I hear what's going on. I'm like, like, you have to stop this. Well, for for ease of access, we're going to just call her Jill. Okay, yeah. it's not a real name. I'm protecting it. <laughs> to, some facts have been changed to protect you're the innocent. You're, you're um, a military guy. But anyways, um, you know, so I'm like Jill. You you have to have to change. You 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 need to stop them right now. There's too many red flags. When she called me, you have to stop. This doesn't sound right. Oh no, I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna let him just do it. So I jump in my car and I I'm across town in five minutes. So I, I get over there and like there she's just comes out greets me like not paying any attention like, oh they're just working over there it's fine and I'm like no 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 so I, I jump on the computer and they were using just like a commercial over the shelf remote login you know so I, I jump on it I'm like stop like I had to wrestle this guy like this guy's moving the mouse around and doing stuff I had to wrestle the mouse from this guy and be like stop call me now and I had to hit the uh, hit the disconnect button on it because they were just trying to keep working um, yeah. and um, take her for everything they, they, were, they were trying to and I'll go more into that but long story short you know they uh, not super short but they call I, I answer the phone and I, I'm just straight with these guys I'm like look I, I, I'm an IT security professional I hold certificates in this I've worked in this for over a decade at multiple levels y- you need to explain to me right now what you're doing like I have to give them the benefit of the doubt because Jill's standing there like, you're being ridiculous. This isn't a scam. This is McAfee. So I tell them exactly who I am so she knows that I'm not playing around with them. And the guy's like, oh, thank you very much. I'll make it really easy to explain it to you uh, because, you know, you're an IT person. I'm like, okay, great. Tell me what you're doing in technical terms. Oh, well, there's corruption on the IP address. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just just so the audience may understand like I, I know that the, the 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 general PC user might not get like the MAC address or the IP address or anything. So so we we also have some IT background as well. 
So we <laughs> the moment we hear that you can't have that. Yeah, all, all it is, is all it is is an assigned number, and so I'm like, okay, that doesn't make sense. What which IP address? The home IP address, the public or the private side? Oh, it, it, well, it's it's the public internet's where the corruption is coming from. Like, well, you don't have access to their public IP because that's provided by their ISP, their internet prov- service provider. And they're like, oh no no no, sir, you're not understanding. It's the the inside IP. I'm like, okay, so that you're saying there's something wrong with the router? Oh no, sir, it's not the router. It's on the computer. So you're saying there's an issue with the private IP that they've gotten from the router and is on the computer? No, sir, that's not how any of this works. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how this works. Clearly, you're not the one, you're the one who doesn't understand how it works um and uh i I start talking with them i'm like you know i I try to ask what they're doing and the guy's like oh you're 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 not understanding you're not listening he's like there's corruption and this this is verbatim what the guy tells me he says every time you go to a website on the internet and you click a link any link to any website you introduce a little bit of corruption to your computer and a little bit of corruption to the internet (laughs) <laughs> which that's it, not how that dirty. works yeah it's yeah dirty. it's dirty <laughs> and, and for, for the life of me i wish i'd had like the forethought and the smart ass in me at that particular moment to be like oh so like porn sites right that's the corruption you're talking about on the internet and really just mess with this guy <laughs> but like i you know i was trying to be serious for jill and um and I, 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 I was just like you know that's that okay that's not how any of this works that's that's not real and i I asked the person i was like what are you trying to install on on this computer like what are you trying to do and they're like oh she's already purchased from us a package that we're going to install the software that'll protect her from corruption and I'm, uh, again, that doesn't make sense. What what would this software do? And essentially what this guy tells me is that it would have a firewall in it. Okay, well, you know, Max, all computers already come with a built-in firewall. That that doesn't make a lot of sense. Sounded like it would have some kind of antivirus. Um, and then this is the one that kills me. They straight up admit it. And it will have a built-in password-protected password manager so she can store all her passwords safely with us (laughs) so best best case scenario at this point right like let's assume that the software package that they were downloading was either like some cheap knockoff rebranded antivirus that they're actually installing you mean you know, you're assuming a product that would actually work? But, like, best like, case scenario, they put in a junky version of a software that doesn't really do anything, and they're just stealing her passwords, and then, you know, taking all her money out of her accounts, because they're going to get every single password she owns. That's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario, they're stealing all her passwords, plus putting spyware and malware on her computer, which is the more likely scenario. So I stopped this whole thing, right? And the, the, the part... Like the part I really want to go into this because this is the part I found so fascinating because I I've briefed for years people about what you know what these tactics that these people do when they try call you and try to scam you, but they are such masters at redirecting you and gaslighting you into making you feel like you don't know what you're talking about. Like they couldn't do it to me because. I do this all day, every day for a living. I I know that what they're saying is wrong, but they did a great job. Like when I said to them, you know, that's not, I don't think you understand when an IP works. No, sir, you don't understand. We're not talking about the IP. We're talking about the computer. Like 
sorry i'm not the guy had an indian accent it's hard for me not to when i remember it think about that but like every time i, I would I wanted to say something but i didn't want to be like assuming anything no the guy had a real thick indian accent which i i can understand because i do so much tech support like i work with a lot of people like that but like it just like as i'm saying back what he said it just yeah anyway so not trying to be rude or anything it just you know it's the way no, my I, brain remembers no, it but um <laughs> anyways um like the, every time I would say, "Oh, that's not how this works." Oh, you're misunderstanding. I was actually talking about this other thing. You're, you know, we're not talking about that. You're right. That would be crazy. But we're talking about this other thing. And then I try to nail him down on what he was talking about. That no, 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 no. You misunderstood again. We're actually talking. And you know, it was this, this. They're constantly shifting, right? And trying to make me sound like I don't know what I'm talking about and convince me I'm confused. That's right. a really powerful tactic. It works really, really well on a lot of people. I've actually been listening to a book about um, from neuroscientists talking about like how the brain works and how uh, magic takes advantage of that. And I just finished listening to this section about changing the story. Magicians will retell what happened, but change certain words to to falsify the narrative just a little bit. And our brains will actually rewrite what we remember because you know it sounds close enough we just accept that what they're saying is right because it's close enough that's what these guys are trying to do they're using these really powerful mental games to be able to shift and make you think that you don't know what you're talking about and, and all of doesn't it take like a disagreeable person to be able to to call bullshit it well then that's the natural thing right like a lot of people aren't super confident with computers to begin with and no one wants to look dumb no one wants to act like they don't understand something you know and these people talk like this is very simple you should be understanding me and our natural inclination especially when we're the one who called them which is exactly what Jill had done is I don't want to look stupid, right? Like I don't, I don't want to make a fool of myself. So I'll accept what they're they're saying to me, even though I don't quite understand it. And that's where they get you. That's what they try to do. And they were ex, you know, experts at this redirection and gaslighting because that's exactly what they were doing. You know, they're just making you feel like you didn't know what you were saying when, in fact, they're just you. They're just spitting out words that sound, you know techie corruption internet ip address you know and and virus and they're scaring you you know so really really interesting experience um for that that's basically where it ended at that point i hung up you know i i I disconnected. I had already disconnected them from the computer. You know, I told them, you know, I, I think you're fraudulent. I, you know, I'm, you know, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be flagging everything here as fraudulent activity. And, you know, at this point he goes into classic sp uh, scammer mode, starts yelling at me, starts accusing me of things, starts telling me that I'm, you know, I'm the one in the wrong for accusing them of such things, you know? Well, that's a giveaway right there. It, it is. Because you'll never get that from a legitimate IT person. No. You know? No, they'll be polite. They'll be like, "Oh, you're right, sir. I'm sorry for that. You feel that way, sir. You know, yeah. they're they're the, trained for customer service. Exactly. You know, and like, they're not going to just walk you around in circles and say all these suspicious things. And the guy kept pushing to the very end. Just let us install the software. Just let us install the software. Um, the craziest part after I got off the phone with them, the the very first thing I did right was on the computer. I'm like, you already. I look at the chat history. And the first thing Jill did was give him her computer password. This is when I realized she had given him this much information, and I went to um, 
I, I went to change the computer password, right? That's the very first thing in case anything yeah. is lingering in the background or set to reboot on restart. I, I'm, re- I'm resetting the password on that computer. Right. Um, right. So I go to do it. Failed. Inaccurate password. It's already changed, huh? They had already changed it. I, I triple checked my triple checked everything, made sure I had the exact spelling of her pa- uh, password because she wrote oh, it down right. for me. They had already changed her password, and I knew that they had the updated password because when I first walk in, the computer was in a reboot cycle, and they oh. logged back in, not her to the computer so like they had already done this which to me means they already potentially had access to all the passwords that are stored there you know they they couldn't they couldn't get access to her apple id because fortunately that had uh, multi-factor authentication on it which had not gone off she i confirmed that with her so that was safe um but what i ended up having to do is i ended up uh going into the settings because i couldn't let the computer shut down or or lock um i ended up going into the settings disabling all of the automatic screen lock features um and then uh, I, I took it back home. I offloaded all of the data uh, from her computer, all of the files that were on the computer. Fortunately, there weren't a ton. Um, and oh. virus, virus scanned them. And then I did a complete wipe of the yeah. computer itself. I factory yeah. reset it. hundred. Like I went into the partition, deleted the volumes, completely purged oh. them, and then rebuilt from scratch. Um, yeah. To make sure that, that they hadn't embedded anything, uh, it it didn't take me. You know, it took me an hour or two to to get it done. It wasn't a crazy process. You know, fortunately, she didn't have a lot of data stored on the, the computer, and Apple actually makes it fairly straightforward. Actually, to 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 redo it, even if you don't have the okay. password, which I was a little surprised about. Um, yeah, that is a little bit surprising. Uh, yeah, I was like, that that's weird because, but I mean, if you can touch it, you can own it. That's what you say in, in security. Basic. So, um, yeah. So that's the thing, right? Is like uh, it's safe now. I gave it back to her today for her, her to be able to go in and, and reset her accounts back up on it and, and do all of that. Um, but I, it, it's just such a clear. I mean, this happens so quickly. It's such an yeah. easy thing, and she even did the right thing when she got the phishing email. It's just she clicked on a link and didn't pay attention just because it was at the top of this you know it was the second one down it was a sponsored link she just didn't pay attention it just said 24 hour tech support which is exactly what she wanted I always skip the sponsored link yeah. every single time. I, I highly recommend it and I highly recommend making sure that you know you're you're making sure that the domain name that you're going to matches the business you know and if it doesn't like some of them use an acronym and you know like um uh, you know, some of them we use just you know the first letter of every word in the title or whatever as as what it is instead of the full name. If that's the case, do some googling and make sure that that's actually their domain. Make sure that that's actually owned by them. This one had a had a lock on it. It was you know a yeah. secure SSL link. Uh, I did some digging into it. It had officially uh, existed since the twenty third of December of last year. So, oh my god. It was it was a previously legitimate website that the owners had let go let go of. These guys bought it up, got an SSL license, which cost like fifty bucks, hundred bucks total for the website and everything. Like, boom, you're done. You have a secured link. They pat plaster it all over the place with McAfee, and suddenly they look official, you know. And like little things, like um, if you go to a major company, right? If you go to McAfee, if you go to AT and T or Verizon, no big company is ever going to direct you to a competitor because they can't fix whatever your problem is. That will never happen. You'll never call AT&T and they're going to be like, oh, 
yeah, sorry, we don't service California. He talk to, you know, Joe's uh, cell phones. He'll help you out, you know? Yeah. So, like, that was one of the first things. Oh, we, we don't do network viruses. We'll have to redirect you to somebody else. Like, yeah. that, that's a huge, you know, that's a huge red flag. Anytime that they're combative or argumentative or insistent that they must have access to something, those are huge red flags. True IT professionals will say, you know, this is what I need access to to be able to help you, you know? And if you're like, I don't know about that, they'll be like, if you're not comfortable, that's fine. This is what we can offer you that, you know, may or may not be as good without doing that. And it's your call. These guys will push you. They'll pressure you. They'll really try to twist your arm and scare you into doing these things. Um, right, right. You know, and they, they look, be, they look be aware, like how the industries work yeah. and then how the, uh, like how the, the actual technology works. Right. So there are, people are ignorant of technology or they're ignorant of how the professional, how the people are trained to be professionals. They just don't, they've never worked there. Well, they don't know that. And, and I think, yeah. And I think ignorant is actually the best word. Like I know some people think that word sounds like offensive, but like the actual definition of ignorant is does not you know has not had exposure to and has not been trained in like that's actually just saying you literally right. know right. nothing about it and it's 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 an honest to god mistake um which really people aren't being the people aren't being dumb they're just don't understand the red flags always um right you know, even with uh, this is my favorite gem from the whole little thing. Uh, when we call, you know, when uh, when we they called us back after I had stopped them on the computer and typed in "call me now," um, I, I get the technician and he's like, "Oh, you know," I'm like, "I need you to tell me, you know, exactly what's going on." And he transfers me to somebody else, which th- that on its own is a red flag. Technicians are usually more than happy to talk to you a little bit, as socially awkward as many of us are. Um, but during the whole period, you know, usually you know, you get some soft jazz or, you know, if it's a hip company, maybe a little like, you know, early 2000s, you know, uh, pop or something. Right. No, the whole music for this company was explaining their A plus better business bureau rating. <laughs> if I have never in my professional or private life experienced a legitimate company that will talk about their better business rating in their hold music. Yeah. Like that's that, that right there. I, I loved it. Cause I'm like, this is the most scams tastic thing I've, you know, for this, right? Cause <laughs> no new word was born scam. <laughs> but like, like it's not like nobody does that. Why would you do like it? But it, you know, it, you know, it, it's something to reassure people, right? Oh, they they have an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They must be legitimate. But what no one, who's, no one's th- that's legitimate tries that hard to prove that they're legitimate. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just if 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 you've made it this long in the podcast, what I would ask you is don't be afraid to talk about this topic with your friends, your family, especially older family, you know, Jill, you know, is, is in her, um, in her, uh, early seventies. She's not, you know, she's not crazy old by any means. Um, please, please talk to your relatives. Please talk to people about this. Don't let it be a, you know, a, a taboo subject. You know, if, if you don't feel comfortable explaining how to identify a, a fake email or or any of that kind of stuff you know 
have them listen to this podcast. Have them, you know, have them listen to other material that's out there. There's great material out there of people talking about how to identify, you know, something that seems fraudulent. If something seems off, it's off. It's it's really that simple. And I just I would really implore you, please do that because I mean, I was talking to Jill's daughter and literally what these people potentially could have gotten access to, especially if they'd installed their software and they'd had longer access to the computer and we hadn't instantly had Jill change all her, her passwords and everything um, to, you know, starting with her financial institutions, they could have gotten into her retirement. They could have cleaned out every penny that this poor lady had before she even realized what was happening. Yeah. And that's the terrifying part. Yeah. Gracious. So, that that's just that's that's my that's the reason I wanted to tell this story. That's the reason why um, we're making it our second podcast episode is just because please don't hesitate to talk to people about it. You know, don't don't hesitate to reach out to us and you know via email if you have questions or if you want more information or you want you know good references. You know, thinking it out uh, podcast at gmail dot com. Always happy to to at least point you in a good direction. Hundred uh, percent, absolutely, um, absolutely, and and you know I, I gotta gotta piggyback off that so that you you've sparked a few things that I got I wanted to to, to bring up about that, but I, before I went into going into any of that, Oliver, did you have like any ideas or did this have you have a similar story? Um, I I don't have that much of a similar story, but I did in re- looking look, doing some research into this, I I learned um, a term. Have you guys ever heard of pig butchering as a type of scam? Pig no, butchering? I've, I've, never, I've never heard of that either. I've never okay. heard of this. So it's yeah, there's some there's really interesting tidbit about this. So it's the it's based around like it's like fattening up a hog before slaughtering it, right? Like that's kind of the idea. The, how it starts though is uh, you get a random text or message or something saying, "Hey, you know, is this so so and so?" And it's like, "Oh no, no, that's not that's not me." And then they come back and with friendly, like, oh, you're really nice. Like, and then they be- become really friendly and you talk back and forth. And then down the road, as you like gain trust, they convince you to, um, or try to convince people to, uh, invest in certain like apps or anything like that. And usually they're usually they're fake. And so whenever you put money in, they can show that it's making money. The idea is to basically get you to put as much money in as you can. Um, whether it's legitimate or not and then as you get a little bit more reluctant or stop putting money in then they turn around and say oh well, that whole thing's a scam um, now you need to pay me money pay me tax pay me fees in order to get your money back just to try to get you more and more money so that's the part the, the, the pig butchering part so, oh um, you know what I've, I've not heard this term I didn't know of the term but i have heard of this in trading yeah That's, uh, it's something yeah. that they are very like the the sec is very like they put up a lot of controls to prevent this kind of stuff and sadly yeah. this kind of stuff is happening in the crypto markets right now because yeah. of, there's a lack of regulation yeah. so this and kind of stuff you gotta, you gotta be very careful where you put your yeah. money it's, and every time someone says i got something for you to put your money into you gotta be careful that's exactly what happens and it's like after months of communication with this random person that became a friend and unfortunately a lot of times um it's actually like human trafficking victims that get get trapped by these i don't know companies and then have basically they're just in there 
throwing throwing messages out to the hundreds of phones. And the crazy part about this is in the last three months, I've gotten like I think three of these. I got two of them on my phone, two texts, and one from WhatsApp. Like one of them was on WhatsApp is like, "Hi, do we know each other?" And I just think, oh, is that I get those. On, I get those on Discord. Yeah, I get those about four times a day. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then I got one where they said, "Hi, is this Steve or whatever?" I'm like, "Oh no, this is no, my I'm not Steve. I think you have the wrong number. Sorry." And they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't I didn't interrupt you." And I'm like, "No, no, you're fine. Have a great day." And they're like, "Oh wow, you're so nice." Uh, my right. Name, what's your name? Wow. Like that, that, that happened. Yep. Months ago to me, yeah. and, and I was like, "Stop." <laughs> and I didn't even think about it. The funny thing is, I didn't even think about it as a scam. I had no idea about this. I just I am paranoid and I'm like I don't not I'm not gonna yeah. <laughs> oh, I understand. I'm an asshole, man. I, I I have torn into these people so many times and they still continue to send me stuff. Like I I've started sending them like I I start cussing them out. I yeah. or I actively tell them like I'm an asshole, you probably shouldn't talk to me. Uh, and they'll they, they just be like, No, you seem like such a nice person is like, No, yeah. trust me, I don't have a lot of friends. I'm actually I hate everybody and I hate I don't probably not gonna like you. And yeah. then they yeah, they they continue to push it. Oh no! It, it should be it. It must be Grace. We should be we should be friends. You seem so nice, and I'm just like wow. Um, but yeah, it's just, it was just crazy. Like I did not even think about it. Yeah. And- that that's um that's actually a really interesting take on a, a classic social engineering mechanism where you you know establish you know rapport and friendship with somebody in order to you know later be able to get more information from them. Um, yeah. that, that's a, that's, I mean, that's a classic method that's been around for 40, 50 years for, you know, social engineering, you know, going all the way back to phone, phone freaking, uh, in the early, like, uh, seventies and eighties, you know? So yeah, that's, that's an interesting take. And that's, that's wild. I mean, especially these days too, when so many people don't always, you know, we haven't been getting out. We don't have as many friends, someone yeah. trying to be nice to us that pulls on a heartstring that a lot of us have. And if it's, they're not asking for anything right away, wow! I mean, yeah, the it, manipulation it, of friendship. It, that's the thing is, it's not about it's that. That's the whole thing is, it's months, you know. And uh, it's so funny because, like, I'm paranoid, but I'm also like, I like to be pretty nice to strangers in general. Yeah. And so, like, I, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just say hi. But it was like nothing. It, it's like, oh, that would have been really dumb. Like, it's just so funny that. Uh, it happened to me. I, it, like I, I didn't realize it happened to me until I started looking into some stuff on, on scamming, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, this, yeah. Well, this I, I, I've gotten those. Me- I, I, I've just, I always ignore them. Or, you know, when yeah. I get those kind oh, of messages, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't realize that's that's absolutely wild. Um, but Sal, you have a whole story ab- about you know this too, don't you? Yeah. So um, my story. Uh, this was. It's a little bit different. So it wasn't IT based, but this was just another scam. Um, my mother, who lives in California, was moving from Northern to Southern California. This happened this last year. And um, she had gone online, found a, a company. She went to a, a reputable site to find a mover. And um, she found this, this mover on there. She spoke to them. Uh, they worked out. I mean, she told me the price was like, uh, I think it was like, I'm just going to spitball in 5K to move her. And I told her like, mom, I have moved across country. And I have not paid that much. 
I don't what where did you think that this was okay she's like well it's California and this and that and then I was like okay maybe I've been in li- I haven't lived in California for almost 10 years now so okay maybe rates are like that in California so I can kind of uh, I may I can suspend disbelief but um she hired them to move her oh no and paid the money and they were on her phone like hey you know we'll be there x time she's like okay good that's the time i need and then they didn't show up <sighs> and she's calling them like oh we're, we're late we're gonna be this we're gonna be that and she's like no like i'm on a timetable i need to get there because i there's a flight i need to yeah. to, to take so um my sisters jump into action and they start talking to the to the not talking to them specifically, but like they start to look into everything. One sister is like finding alternatives. She's going to get someone else to come out here and do this. And one sister is doing background checks. She's immediately looking at the company. She's like, mom, mom, I don't think this is a legit site. She's like, no, I went to the, this website over here and you know, they were on a list of people and this is a reputable website. And then, so while one sister takes care of it and gets everything moved, my mom's having a panic attack. She's like, oh, my gosh, it's so much money that this and that. And I can't this. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're consoling her. But after everything was over and done with, she did get moved. She made her timetable. So all that was taken care of. And she did, I think, she did pay with a credit card. Oh, that's great. So, yes. Yeah. So in case you guys don't know, you if you pay with a credit card, this is one of the differences between debit and credit cards. Debit cards, if you pay for something and it's a scam, you can't go to your bank and say, hey, I think, you know, I was taken advantage of there or the product is not as listed, not as stated or something like that. They're just going to say, your money, your money, man, sorry. But if you get a credit card, it's technically the bank's money. And so they will say, oh, sir, we're so sorry that happened to you. Here's your money back. We'll get our lawyers to go after them and get the money back. So in case yeah, that's one of the benefits of having a credit card, but don't just, just don't and let that. If you do it fast, up. yeah. If you do it fast enough, too, um, they'll just void the transaction, and they don't even have to get the money back. It never, it never leaves. Yeah, this yeah, I mean, they don't get it at all. Which that's that's huge. Um, fortunately, that's that's what happened with Jill. She had paid with a credit card, so that's great. Um, that's that's awesome. But, but yeah, a hundred percent credit cards for those kind any kind of online transaction like that are are 100 the way to go yeah be careful about the balance but yeah 100 like exactly you gotta you have you to be just, careful uh, you can't ignore that balance absolutely yeah but um but so so this is what my, my mom you know put it on a credit card this and that my other sister took care of it but one of my sisters in the background did a background check and it's similar to what you found the website was purchased recently. It was a legitimate company before, but the moving company before she did research on them um, was ran into the ground. So someone, it was a company, someone attained the company, ran it into the ground. Then they sold the uh, the website and the um, and the official name of the company to some other company. And this was some company out of country that hired movers in country and and they lowballed the hell out of these guys so the guys that that she was talking with were was a completely different group 
and they probably had no idea that the scam was going on. They were just guys that were just lowballed to come and do the work. That's crazy. And they, and they couldn't even make it in time. And they weren't communicated that they needed to be anywhere in time. So we've got one scam company, probably a, a, just a very unprofessional group working for them that was maybe trying to do something. Um, and it was it was a cluster. A cluster, you know what I mean? Oh, it, yeah. It was really... <laughs> it was... My mom was beside herself. Um, just, just you know, crying, crying. It's upsetting whenever these said, things happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, but I thought I did this. And I'm like, like mom, it, it, like, this was kind of sophisticated. You did go to a good website. And then they actually called the website, by the way. Oh, that's as awesome. A, as a, that's as a great. Note. They called the website, and they're like... They looked at the name. They're like, oh, my God, we found these guys before. They're back again. And they're like, well, don't you guys vet them? It's like, we do, but they provided all the appropriate documentation. So they know how to game the system. Right. Because there's money to be made in it. Yeah, Exactly. That's... If they can get just one, then it's worth all the cost of them applying and going through the rigmarole. And that's, I mean, that's the key with so many of these kind of scams. Like, even if they can't get a legitimate business sometimes they'll pretend to be a legitimate business because if they can just scam a little bit off the top that's still a huge profit for them you, you got to be anytime that you find something online you have to be careful about it and you have to make sure that you know the website that you go to matches what you think you clicked on because they're not required to put anything in that search bar, like on the results that come up, the name of the web page, all that kind of stuff. They're not required to uh, to to have it match the domain. They're not required to have it, you know, the anything like that. You know, they they will fake it one hundred percent as best they can and make you think they're cl you're clicking on a legitimate link, whether it's for, you know technical support whether it's for a moving company like your thing whether it's for trading it doesn't matter if there's money to be made by trying to easily scam stuff off the top people will try to do it yeah yeah that's wild yeah. though I'm, I'm glad that she got moved and that, that you know they they managed to to get the money stopped and and all that stuff but yeah wow that's that's intense oh, man I, yeah. I found all this like they were telling me after the fact, my sister's like, I have to tell you a story. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yesterday, and then she told me everything. I'm like, holy crap, that's a story right there. Yeah, that's 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 absolutely wild. But and it just shows, right? Like, it, it can happen to anywhere, anyone, anywhere, anytime. And it doesn't take long where you can lose a lot of money, you know? I mean... Yep. And honestly, yeah. I hate to say it, but some of these people that we're talking about, these examples are still are fairly tame compared to some of the other ones I've seen out oh, there. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know? Um, and for anyone who's listening that works for a larger company, this goes double, triple, quadruple when it comes to anything regarding your work stuff. If you give oh, someone yes. who doesn't belong access to your work computer, your work email, any of that kind of stuff, it's a thousand times worse. Um, so please, you know, listen to that IT training that they're giving you, those security briefings they're giving you, which I social hope that they are giving you. The, yeah. So, yeah, social engineering, 100%. The, the, the fastest way people get in, the easiest way that you can get in. I've done it myself, you know. it's yeah, I, I've done it myself as a legal person being paid to friends? do it. But Is that why we're friends? I always wondered why. 
Yeah, I mean, you never figured that out. Yeah, we social engineered you years ago, Oliver. It's you. You just have to put uh, put up with uh, bad conversations and horrible shooting from us. So you're good. Um, but no, uh, it, it definitely. Yeah, it, it's a big deal. Um, you know, it, it's not fun, but it's like all those other trainings that you got to do. It, it is important, and professionally or personally, it, it, it can go sideways real quick. So. Um, again, reach out if you have any questions. Uh, any of us would be happy to to reference you to a good location or you know, answer any questions you have. You know, thinkingitoutpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we'll have the thinking it out uh, YouTube channel up soon, uh, where you can post stuff there as well, um, and and more ways to contact us in the near future. But yeah, any anyone else have any last thoughts about this? Stay safe. Yeah, definitely. Stay safe out there. Thank you for listening. Um, if you listened so far, uh, as you probably can start to tell just by the first two episodes, we talk about today's issues and what's going on in the world, whether that's you know personal experience and professional experience, or you know topics like aviation disasters. Or, you know, our, our next podcast coming up is going to be about um, Chinese manufacturing uh, going down and how uh, that's can affect the United States. Um, so lots, lots of fun stuff to come. We look forward to hearing from you and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks guys. Have a great day.